This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to That Millwall Podcast. Today we have another episode of Who Are You? where we get to meet the fans who uh, listen to the show, who are supporters of the club that we might not necessarily get to to meet in in everyday life. Um, Today I'm joined by Chris. Chris, how are you? I'm what, thanks. How are you? Yeah, yeah, very well. Thank you very well. I know as we were just talking about it before the, the show started, we both were at Reading yesterday, so we've come off the back of a of a one nil win and and a, a big three points. So that's a good way to good way to start. It was a good game yesterday, wasn't it? It was not the best performance, but a good result. Yeah, I think I think good game in the sense of I think defensively very good. Um, I think perhaps going forward we could could improve, but you come away with three points, and and that that's good enough in good enough in, in my that's book. That's the main thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, this isn't about yesterday. This isn't about the club. It's about you, Chris. So um, if I can just start with, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, my name's Chris. I'm 63, 64 next month. Um, apart from Millwall, my other passion is American football, Detroit Lions. Um, I'm also into fishing. Mainly carp fishing, and I like my motorbikes. Oh, I want a motorbike. Excellent. So, um, and you, your American football team, did I, did I hear the, the Lions? Did I, is that right? Detroit Lions, yeah. Yeah, I've so got, you, you stuck with the feet. I've got, yeah, I've got a Millwall tattoo there, and I've got a Detroit Lions tattoo there. Excellent, excellent. So, um, flying, flying the Lions badge on, on both sides, both sides of the, of the water. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Chris, so h- how did you, how did you become Millwall? What, what was it? What, um, I used to live in New Cross, and my old man was a Millwall fan, and he took me to the old den when I was five, which was back in '54. That's when I got okay. the uh, the bug. It, it's funny, really, because a lot of people tend to say, myself included, because my dad does. It, it, ten, it tends to be a generational thing that dads bring their kids and and so forth and so forth. So it, it, it tends to be the way. Do, do you remember? Do you remember your first game? Do you have any memories of it? Um, bits and pieces. Do you want to go through that? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Um, it took me to a game. I'm pretty sure it was Tranmere Rovers. Okay. Uh, we won one nil. Um, I remember not liking it at first because it was loud. A lot of people. I was only five. Mm. and um, I weren't too sure about it. But we're up the halfway line. He sat me on the stanchion, on the on the terracing, mm-hmm. and um, 
there was this old geezer next to me he had a big bag of sweets and he kept giving me sweets all through the game which is a bit dodgy but it weren't like you know and um that's when i got this is all right i like it here and by the end of the game i was hooked i wanted to come back it also helps as well you say that we won when you win that when the game you first go to when you win you, you tend to think oh, i want to feel this again especially the, maybe the rush of the goal or or, or the memories yeah <coughs> i mean i know i can't remember the goal i just remember the noise and everyone jumping up and down mm. um i can't remember the team that played i know alex stepney was in goal i know Cripps was at the back but other than that i can't remember who was playing and and obviously at that time uh, you know, as a as a youngster going to the old den, um, where did you? I know you touched on where you were that day. Did you stay in the same seats during your time at the old den? Did you move about? Well, no, because he ne- he never took me again. And about three or four months after that, we moved to the other side of London. We moved to Ealing. Um, I didn't get back to Millwall until I was fourteen. Right. Okay. Because my mum wouldn't let me travel across London when I was 12. I went to go to Millwall when I was 12. When I started secondary school, 11, 12, she wouldn't let me go because it was on my own. Because mm-hmm. where I was living, on the school I went to, I didn't know any other Millwall fans. I didn't come up with any other Millwall fans at all. So right. it wasn't until I was 14 that I managed to flag it to go to Millwall. And that's when I started going regular. And and at that point, where, where did you sit in the ground? Where, where, was, you, where was you based? Or stand most mostly at the halfway line, right? Okay, occasionally I go to Eildon Roads or CBL, but mainly it was halfway line. And what were your what are your memories of the old ground? Obviously, it's a lot different to today. Uh, yeah, I've got fond memories of the place. Um, I was sad to see it go when it left, but looking back, it was a bit of a shithole. <laughs> but it was it was our shithole when we defended to the death, you know what I mean? But we had to move on. We couldn't really stay there. Um I mean nowadays you you haven't got a way about having holes in your trainers when you go for a piss, <laughs> which you did back in then because it was terrible. I mean uh, unfortunately, I mean I was born in ninety one. Um so I, I, my first game was at the so I wasn't taken when, to the old den before we moved. So my, I never got to go. But I think most people tend to say what it was. It wasn't much in the sense of the fancy stadiums and the big, you know, your old Trafford or whatever. But it was it was home and it was yeah. it was an intimidating place. So unfortunately, I never got to go. But I would imagine, um, <clears throat> obviously, as you say, we, we possibly had to go in the end, you know, become a little bit more modern and, and upgrade the yeah. facilities. The, the new ground, I don't like it when it's referred to as the new den. We've been there for, no, you know, 30 it's years. It's, it's the den. Um, den. What do you make of it? What do you make of the ground as it is now? As it is now, it's all right. It could do a bit of a touch-up, lick of paint and a bit of improvement. But it's... I mean, when you go around the country and see other clubs and their grounds, a lot of them are a lot better than ours. But it's not that bad. And where do you sit? Where do you sit in the new grounds? Um, uh, this season, I've got a season ticket in Block 18 in the Dockers. Right. Next season, I'll be in Block 9, season ticket, CBL. Uh, we, well, I'm in Block 10 myself. My season ticket's in Block 10. I've, we've, I've been up there for, for a while. I mean, with, with, with the Den, do you think they've been able to still capture some of the atmosphere uh, from, the, from no. the old ground? Is it completely no. different in that sense? It is completely different, yeah. 
it's nowhere near as intimidating not as loud um i would imagine away fans and away teams don't get as scared as they did at the old dean i mean the old dean could be a terrifying place if i was an away fan i wouldn't want to go there do you think do you think that's because perhaps the um sort of a sign of the times back when the de- the, the old den you know when we were playing there in the 70s and the 80s that kind of intimidating that that atmosphere has now changed football's changed since then oh football's changed a lot since then it's um it's a lot more commercial than it used to be um the hooligan element hasn't gone away but it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be mm-hmm. um when I used to go away, you was always looking over your shoulder. You was always expecting trouble. If you didn't get into a fight away from home, you had a bad day. But now, I go away from home. I've never, I hardly ever seen any trouble at all. Mm. Hardly ever. And just obviously finally on that subject, do you think had... That's a very difficult question, I understand. But with the old ground, do you think had obviously football has moved on now, do you think that that... that the old ground would have still been as intimidating with the changes in football? Do you think that Millwall fans would have sort of succumbed to a little bit more of modern football? I don't think so. It would still be intimidating. Just the nature of the place and uh, the reputation it had. Um, I know, looking back, I think the modern fans now probably wouldn't go. No, I think Um, that's right. Because right. uh, all the facilities you've got now, the new the new ground, and it's um, it's more attractive to go to football now. I don't think many of the younger fans now would go to the old then. It would just be not nice. I I think you're possibly right there. I think there's a lot of supporters, perhaps even around my age, perhaps that that sort of have have never known anything else. They've only ever known the 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 the, the den as it is today, and. I think perhaps it possibly would be a little bit of a culture shock to, to perhaps experience the old den. Yeah. Um, if, as a, if, if that was possible, unfortunately, I, I don't think, uh, you know, maybe sort of some kind of virtual reality, but it's not the same. Um, <clears throat> bring it on to players. So you've, so you've been supporting the club for, for a long time. So I would imagine that there might be a few candidates for, for your favourite Millwall player of all time or best, favourite or best. Or... Uh... There's a lot to choose from. I could say Kitchener, um, Cripps, although I didn't really remember too much about him. Uh, Favourite player? I think the best player, I would have to say Sheringham. Right. I think. Um, Him and Cascarino together were the best striking partnership I've ever seen at the den. And especially when they're up against in '88 when we got promoted, they're up against the best players in the league, um, and they was awesome. Uh, favorite player, I'll probably have to say Harris. Sorry, sorry, what was that? Harris. No, Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think it's quite interesting when you when you speak to perhaps an older supporter. The, the players they tend to, the, the same names come up but sharing Teddy Sheringham is obviously one that is high up there on everybody's list and then you come to a young sort of a younger audience and most people go with Neil Harris so it's interesting that you've kind of gone with both I, I guess you know 
both or the, the two leading goal scorers for the club. Between the two, do you think do you think as a pair they would have worked? I don't know. Um, possibly. It's a difficult question to answer. I'm not sure. Um, it's a paper to try it and see. Um, uh, they might, they might have done. They might not. I don't know. It's interesting because I, I think lots of people would, if you were to put sort of a fantasy mill team together, they would be the two strikers that most people would name. But I've always, I'd always wondered. I've not seen Teddy play for Mill, but for other clubs, whether whether it would have worked. But I, I'm not so sure myself. I think I think they were different. They were different players, both obviously you know, goal scoring attributes, but slightly different in in their approach. Moving on to managers, uh, again, you've possibly seen a, a fair few managers in your time supporting the club. Favorite manager? Uh, yeah, we've had some shit down here, haven't we? Um... <laughs> we have. <laughs> I think it's a tall space between Doherty and Jacket. They're okay. the two that's, that spring to mind. I mean, Doherty got us up in 88. But I've got a soft spot for Jacket. I like Jacket. I like Kenny Jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Doherty because he got us up in 88. But I, Jacket's very close second. Okay. And it's interesting, obviously, you've gone with the... Uh, the manager that got us promoted to the top flight. Should Gary Rowett achieve that feat, would that put him higher up on on your list and perhaps other fans' lists? At this minute, no, he wouldn't. But I would imagine in 10 years' time, fans would be looking back and saying, yeah, he was the uh, the best manager we've ever had. But at the moment, he's work in progress. So... It's one of those, you just wait and, wait and see, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, if he gets us up, he gets us up. But I don't think he will. <laughs> well, I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. We'll come back to that. We will come back to that in a in a in a, in a while. Again, um, this is this is an interesting question that I always like asking it, and I, I when I answer this myself, it's quite difficult because any Millwall player that puts on the shirt you support or you try to support them you want them to do well but we've had a few down the years that have been shall we say quite poor who who would you say in your time possibly the worst player you've seen in a mill shirt i don't know <laughs> um i tend to remember the better players and forget the bad ones of course of course um in recent times, I'd have to say, oh, Jordan Archer would be up there recently. Okay. He was horrendous. I remember at Sunderland, we drew to all. And yeah, I know what you're going to say. Could, you could have hanged a, a bit of string from the crossbar. It would have done a better job than he did. Um Going back a bit further, I think the two Russians were also atrocious. I can't remember their names. Eagle and I, and I ain't got a clue what their names were, but they were really bad as well. I think, I think, just touching on that Archer at Sunderland, I was there that day as well, and I know that it was that, that was a real bad. We could have come away with three points there. 
we should have come yeah. away with three points there. Well, their keeper weren't much better, let's be honest. He was no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a mistake for our first and, and a mistake for both of their goals. I think it obviously finished 2 2. But and the two Russians, again, I think a lot of my dad will. will, will probably vouch for that that there was a lot of hype when they were brought in a lot of yeah. excitement and today you don't know we most younger supporters don't know who they are because they didn't do anything really. i can't remember the names but no. i don't know yeah i mean Absolutely. jordan archer i mean i remember two things about him once he's, he did that save in the wembley against was it barnsley or bradford one of the bradford. two I can't it was bradford, bradford it was yeah he done that save that kept us in the game and I remember that back pass when he headed that over the bar. Do you remember that one? Mm. Have you seen that? Jake Cooper. Jake Cooper yeah. knocked it back. And, I've watched yeah. that about a hundred times. That's brilliant. But other than that, it was it was bollocks. It's interesting you say that because that I remember being at the ground for that, the archer, the the header. And at first you're kind of thinking, what is he doing? But yeah, it's the rules, right. isn't it? It's the rules. Yeah, he couldn't pass. use his hands. So yeah. Um, some would say genius, but I would imagine others would just look at it and you just sort of despair. Something, even when you watch it now, you just think, "What was he? What was he thinking?" But it kept, it kept, it kept the ball out of the net, so I guess he he, he did his job. Moving, moving on to opposition um, again, lots of players that have come come to the den, both the the old ground and, and the current one. I'm going to slightly change what I usually would ask you and say about the worst player you've seen play against us. I will still ask that, but also the best player that's played against us. The worst player and the best player. Mm -hmm. I think that probably, if you go back over his career, I would have to say Ronaldo in the cup final. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think he gets much better than that. Even though he wasn't that good and famous back then, but what he's got on to do, um, I'd have to say him. Worst mm-hmm. player? No, I don't know. I think the funniest one was the West Ham game. Christian Daly? He scored a goal for him. No, he's, he, who scored the own goal for him when we beat him 3-2? Oh, he got voted third in the player with the middle was, player. Yeah, Christian Daly, it was. Who was got it? voted? Was yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah. he, he went to Charlton as well, and he scored an own goal for them against us as well. Yeah, I thought I thought that was good. I'll go. Yeah, through. It, it's funny. That's that was when I did this. That was the answer that I gave because every time you'd see Christian Daly in the opposition yeah. team, you knew he was going to have a shocker. You just knew he, he, he was an own goal in him, a red card or a, a dodgy back pass. And then, as I say, the, the fans had a little bit of fun with voting for him for player of the season, which was a, a little bit, t- tends to be a little bit of humour that, that I think only Mill supporters really, really have. Mm. Um, this one might be a bit of a tricky, a tricky question for you. Not necessarily your favourite, but your most memorable game watching Millwall. Whether you were there or on TV or, or, or how, whatever, um, I'll go with the ones that I was there because with mm-hmm. the experience, it, it's more of a, an experience. Of course. Um, well, uh, the Mother's Day massacre was good. Mm-hmm. The West Ham game that we just mm-hmm. talked about—that was one of them. Yeah. Chelsea away when we beat them in the cup. When um, uh, who was it? Well, I forgot we said the penalty now. Yeah? We saved the penalty and we beat him at uh, Stamford Bridge. Mm-hmm. That was memorable. Sunderland away uh, at 
um, Old Trafford in the semi-final. That was mm -hmm. memorable. Mm -hmm. um, many others. Luton away in the 80s. That was memorable. That was memorable for different reasons, though, wasn't for it? The wrong for the wrong reasons, <laughs> allegedly, yeah. Um, but that was an experience. Um, and the two playoff finals that we won, Swindon and Bradford. And if I was to sort of push you perhaps for your favourite moment, so perhaps from one of those games or or from another game, but I would imagine the games you've, been, you've, you've mentioned there are, are iconic games for, for most Millwall supporters. Your best moment following the club? Probably um, Tim Cale's goal against London. Um, yeah, that would be one of them. I, I think that that I think it's more so for a lot of fans that that was our final really uh, yeah, a lot of people seem to say that you know we wasn't going to yeah. possibly wasn't going to go to to Cardiff and beat Manchester United but the semi-final the moment Tim obviously picked the ball up and, and sort of rifled it into the back of the net I, I think he struggled to find any other moment even you know moving forward it's going to be quite difficult for a goal to top that I think hmm. Um, I would assume, based on uh, the fact that you've been to to old and, and the current, that there's probably been a few funny funny stories, funny moments that you've you've come across in your time. Any particular sort of funny stories that you've got since while following the club? Um, there was one. Well, not exactly to do with the club. Well, to do with the club, not the ground. But I took some mates from work to Millwall who'd never been before. They wanted to go. And they was pretty nervous. Um, so I took them to, I can't remember who was playing, but I took them to a pub called the, um, the Atcham Arms in uh, Newcastle Road. And I told them before we went in there, behave yourself, watch, watch your back, because it's a bit of a dodgy pub. Right. Or else you get slung out, you know, making them a bit nervous. <laughs> Got in there, bought our drinks, went and sat down at the table and talking bollocks. And the governor come over. Because he knew me because I played in their dark team. And he put a cardboard box on the table. And he said, Can you blow them up? And it was full of balloons. I said, You're having a laugh, in you? He said, No, we've got a kids' party upstairs. Can you crack on with it? So all five of us are blowing these balloons up in this pub. Everyone's taking the piss out of us. And one of them, my mate, is a Chelsea fan. He said, Oh, this is a rock hard pub. I'm proper shitting myself here. Like, I thought, Yeah, well, mate, yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I've got some stick for that. I can, yeah, I can um, imagine. I mean, it's not it's not your typical Millwall pub where you've got five blokes sitting in the corner blowing up balloons. No, we're, we're all sitting there blowing up balloons for this party up there. Did they enjoy the game though? Did they enjoy it? Yeah, um, there was another incident at that game. We was in block nineteen. And it was, I, I wish I knew who we were playing, but the top end was, the way in top end was full up, so it must have been a big team. But it was, a, it was a gauge in a red jacket. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. In your way end, right in the corner, giving it the big and all through the first half. It wouldn't stop. Kept going on and on and on. Eventually got slung out. The stewards went up and slung him out. About five minutes into the second half, he's turned up in block 19. And he's gone down and stood by the front. And he ain't said nothing. He just, that's him from over there, isn't it? How did he get in here? A few of the other fans clocked him, gone over, and he took a couple of shots. And the stewards come back up and logged him out again. But I'm thinking, how did he get in? And why would he want to come in here after giving it the big one over there? He's coming here. What was he thinking of? Yeah, not that's not sensible, is it? Especially, no. I think, especially at football grounds, I think if you do, if you do sort of start giving it, and you're recognisable, you're on a bit of eyes into nothing really, because as as we know, you know, you don't sort of pull the lion's tail and expect to expect to get away with it. And uh, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be. I would, I personally wouldn't go into a home end. I've never done it. Um, no, I don't know why he did. I don't. No. I don't get him. Um, bringing it to 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 to, uh, to today. Um, we've obviously currently sat in sixth spot in the league. In our current squad, who, who's your favourite player? And again, who do you think our best player is? I think I know who you might answer that, that with. But Well, the three that stand out as the, my favourites is Danny Mac, Dean Fleming and Billy Mitchell. They're the three standouts for me. Best player... I'd have to say Dean Fleming. It's hard to. Look I want to say I want to say Billy Mitchell, but I'd have to say Dean Fleming. It's hard to look past Fleming, isn't it? Because of the the kind of contribution that he's had in the yeah. first season in English football. Um, he's a he's a wonderful player. I think I think he's going to go on to the Premier League, whether that be with us or without us. I think he's destined for 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 bigger things. Um, uh, and it's interesting where you say with, with Billy Mitchell, I think in years to come, absolutely, um, providing he, he stays, which I think he good chance of, of him, you know, building a bit of a legacy at Millwall. I think he typifies what it means to play for the club, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, um, yeah, he's our best player. He's our best player. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with Bradshaw as well. I didn't wait him when he came here. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a few seasons, he was injured a lot, and he, I didn't really rate him, but this season he's kicked on and he's done really well. I think the first season Bradshaw joined us, um, we, we went to Norwich. We lost, I think we lost 4-3 at Norwich. They scored two very late goals and Bradshaw wasn't in the squad. And there was a lot of grumbling in the crowd, myself included. Why is he not? You know, we just bought him. He was over a million pound striker. What What's going on? And he, I think he'd done his cruciate and he was out for a long time. And I think from there, com- the comparison from there to today, as you say, uh, he's been very impressive this season. And and mm-hmm. hopefully, long long may it continue. Although he should have done better yesterday with his chance. But that's a that's a 
Well, he should have passed it to Fleming on the left, on the right. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he should. Pass. It was yeah. the wrong pass, but I think it had that been half an hour earlier and Bradshaw hadn't have run for ninety minutes, I think Bradshaw takes it down and scores. But you're right. If Burke had played it to Fleming, who probably was in a better position, it's two 0 and 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 game over. On the back of yesterday, obviously both of us were were at Reading, uh, an away day. Not perhaps the best away day. I think there's a lot of fans that, you know, I don't think Reading's one that most people tend to look forward to. What would you say is your best away day um, and perhaps favourite ground to visit? Um, Best away day this season would be Preston. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. The result and it was a nice ground and it was no trouble. Everyone was friendly and it was a nice day out. Um, best away day or best or best away day in general that you can. Uh, it doesn't have to be fairly recent. It doesn't have to be this season. Um, do the cup finals count? Yeah. Any, any, any game can be. I'll have to say Yeah, I'll, I'll say Swindon in the playoff final. That was the best one for me. Okay, that's interesting. Because that was the first one I went to Wembley and see us win a game. Of course, yeah, yeah. That that I think it's interesting because whilst that it was the first one, and obviously Kenny Jacket took us up, and and it that was a very very good day. I, I think there's a lot of supporters that that tend to prefer the Bradford game because Harris was the manager. I think, but you're right. The fact of the matter is it was the first time we'd been to sort of the home of football or I know the the cup final was at Millennium Stadium, but the first time we'd won at the home of football, it it was very special. And it was a special player that scored as well. Yeah. I mean, I went to the Wigan game in 99 and we lost that. I went to the Scunthorpe game and we lost that. Yeah. So it was nice to see us win at Wembley. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it special for me. And moving on to opponents, uh, whether that be for for personal reasons, whether they be uh, you know the the fact that the, the rivalry with them, who would you say is your, your most disliked opponent? To start with, just one. What team or player? Um, both. Go with both. Um, most disliked team. God, I could make a list. I could be here for hours. I tell you what. I tell you what. I'll make oh, that a little. I'll make that a little bit easier for you. Uh, no, I'm going to say Birmingham. I'm going to say Birmingham. Okay. I and dislike the... Birmingham intensely. I dislike Birmingham City. Um, any particular reason? I just don't like them. Does it have anything to do with the fact that they beat us in the playoffs semi-final the year we probably should have been promoted? Is that does that is that part of the might reason? Have some, might have a little bit to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah. I can I can understand that. Um, most disliked player. Anyone who scores against us, I majorly hate them. For me, the the dislike player instantly Lee Hughes. Instantly Lee Hughes from years gone by. The the celebration that he, the celebration was so aggravating, and he always scored against us. So, 
that that was always that was always my was, one. Was he the bloke that scored a hat trick against us? He did. Uh, he did. Home. He, it yeah. was the day that Jay Simpson was sent off. Where Jay Simpson, it was against Oldham. Jay oh, Simpson that, scored, yeah. went over to the crowd and got a second book. He was, was giving it the big one to us when he scored, wasn't he? Yeah, all three yeah. times he did. A, he did yeah, like a dancing that, yeah. celebration. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. he's he's always one that's up there for for me. He got he got dragged off, didn't he? He, he got subbed yeah. at the last. Yeah, for his own safety, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, absolutely, because someone would have been on the pitch. It's a bit like um, yeah. it's a bit like it was getting towards the sort of how it was with Holloway. Dare I say his name? I think he, where he had to be hidden and and taken away because um, yeah, you, again, you don't you, you don't come to the den. You got to be. He scored a hat trick, fair enough, but you've got to be real brave to to come to our place and and give it to the supporters. So, yeah. um, but they always run off. That's the thing. They always they always run off. They never stay toward to the end. Well, I remember In, that. Um... Uh, it might be before your time. We was playing Brentford, and I think it was Andy Roberts. Right. He played. He played for us. Then he went to Brentford. Then he scored yeah. again. I, think, I don't know if he scored, but he celebrated. Absolutely old then, and a fan ran on and gave him a smack in the mouth, which we all cheered. Yeah. And I remember Stan Bowles. He was on the south bench and he was warming up along the seat, and some old bloke attacked him with his walking stick. Oh, <laughs> but that's that was that but was Millwall, that wasn't was, it? Yeah. That was that was Millwall. Not that you know you wouldn't condone anyone running on the pitch now and sort of punching one of the opposition. I dread to think what they do. It is. Well, we dread to yeah. think what the. I know what you mean. Yeah, now, I know. But, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Back then, I, I guess that was you know no one dared do anything about it because then it'd be their turn to get it to get it next. In terms of rivalry. Um, obviously, the club we do have a few, shall we say, bigger rivals than than others. In your opinion, top three rivals: West Ham, Crystal Palace, Leeds. Pretty, um, pretty standard answers yeah. there. I think. I the mean, I should with... I should say Charlton, but I don't really dislike Charlton. I just feel sorry for them. <laughs> I think it's. Yeah, that's a fair comment. I think they are. are um, they seem to. They seem to think that they're not, or well, something that they're not really. Don't they? That you know they're from the. Well, we always beat them, so you know. And that as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been. It has been a. It's been a while. I think the thing with West Ham as well. I think West Ham are obviously Mill West Ham. That's that is the rivalry. But unfortunately, we don't get to play them as much as we would like. No. I think we're close. We're very, very close to it, um, one way or another. And I think, for, for me, I've always found that the rivalry, Cholton and Leeds, because we played them more. We, we we've played them so many times over the from in my lifetime over the last sort of thirty years. You tend to have a little bit more towards them. But I think West Ham, West the West Ham game comes around, and that's it. If, if we are ever drawn against them in the cup. Or in the same leagues, then that's the fixtures that the supporters are looking for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, West Ham, I don't hate them as much as I should do, probably. I mean, I've got some West Ham mates, so I used to go out with a bird at sport with West Ham. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I like to see them go down. I always like to see them lose. I mean, over the course of the season, I'm a supporter of 19 Premier League teams. 
Whoever's, whoever's playing West Ham, I'm a big fan for one day. Even Palace? Big fan? Even Palace, yeah. <laughs> for one day. I'll give them, a, give them for one day. You can have the home leg and the away leg, and that's about it, right? Yeah. If you, this is interesting. If you could change anything about the club, would you? And what would it be? One of them is a personal issue with me and the club, which probably won't be of any interest to anyone else. Um, one of the niggles this season is, I don't know if you realise, but they've, they took all the front seats out of Block 18 and Block 19. Mm-hmm. They removed all the seats. Because I, when I got my season ticket, I wanted the front row, and I got it. And then I got a phone call saying, you can't have that because they were taking all the seats out under police. He said under police advice. So I have the seat back from that. But I didn't get why they took all the seats out. What was the mm. point? Um, would they think lobbying missiles at the away fans? You can do that from the second row. I mean, what's the difference? So mm. I didn't get that. I mean, put the seats back for God's sake. The other one is parking. Because I take my bike to most football games, home and away. They won't let me park my bike in the car park. Uh, right. Which is, I think, is pretty poor because whenever I go to away games, they always let me park in the car park. They're always really accommodating. Um, I could write an offer other teams, Stokes, Sheffield United, Preston, Reading, a load of teams let me park in the car park, but Millwall won't. And I don't see why they can't put a small motorcycle bay in somewhere so people can bring their motorbikes in. That's my personal gripe, which is just me. Well, it's it's, uh, it's relevant to you. I mean, uh, obviously, I think knowing a little bit about the the parking situation, would you could you not would they not allow you to? I know you can have a permit for for a car. But could you not take one of those spaces yourself? Could you not? Is that not an option? Or well, just how I uh, said no. At the last home, I don't know how long the time frame is, but at the last home game, I asked about a car parking space. Mm-hmm. And he told me to email commercial. He gave me a name of the person to email. So I emailed him, can I buy a parking space for next season? But I want it for a motorbike, not a car. And as of yet, I haven't heard back, so I don't know. I know there's a bit of a list, I think, based on... Cause I, I This was a while ago, but I inquired a while ago, and I think there's a, there's a lot of people that want to do it. Because parking around the ground, it's London, isn't it? it it's it's yeah. not easy to find car parking or in your case for, for for your bike um moving on to a couple of quirky questions a couple of things that i i quite enjoy asking favorite shirt little shirt do you have one i've got a few mm-hmm. um i don't wear into football The two I used to wear most of all was South London Press one. Yeah. And the Captain Morgan away shirt. The green uh, and white? The green and yeah. white one? Yeah. yeah. So that, that was a lovely shirt, that. They're probably two of my, two of my best favourite shirts. Yeah. That That's, yeah, that was the, I think the even the Captain Morgan, the home one, I think that, that year, those kits were really nice. I was only young. I've got, I've still got my, um, the away kit from that year. It's obviously tiny, but. That was a that was a lovely shirt. It would be quite nice if they do something similar again with with those colours. I think that would that would be that would make quite a nice away or even a third kit if they wanted to go down that route. Mm-hmm. 
what do you make of us on the on the subject of shirts obviously the blue the the shade of blue it's obviously changed over different different kits different different decades are you happy with the kits at the moment they call it dundee blue don't they mm -hmm. yeah 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 that's i like that shirt i like that color mm -hmm. i'd rather that than go back to the lighter blue yeah absolutely. Well, we're not chelsea so keep that don't change it no and and before I come on to just a couple of the questions that I'm, I'm going to sort of throw a bit of a curveball with, but any any mem me sorry any mill memorabilia that you own, anything special? I've got a bit. Um, uh, I've got a signed picture of um, Terry Earl. Look, I've got. Oh, I've got this. This is. Paul Robinson's training top, mm -hmm. and it's been signed by Liam Trotter, Jimmy Abdu, and Paul Robinson. I don't know if you can see that. Excellent. Probably, mm -hmm. I don't know if you can see that. Can you get that? Yeah. Just a bit, yeah. They was they was all signed when they was at AFC Wimbledon. Um, well, I've got that team photo from 15, 16 season. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that because um, that I was I used to work for a van company that hired out vans in Milton Keynes and we got a van from London come up and I had to drive it around the yard to valet it and get it serviced for another customer and that was in the back of the behind the seat I drove right. it around I pulled it out and that was in the van so I put that in the locker room that's coming home with me went into the office and said, who had the van before he come up here? They'd done a check on the computer, and it's come up Millwall SC. And they'd hired that van for two days. Oh, so, right. wow. And that was in the van. And uh, when they had the van, was exactly the same time as Neil Harris left Millwall. Right. So I don't know what they did the van for. Maybe that was his, in his office, but I don't know. Who knows? But so you've got potentially a piece of Neil Harris's memorabilia. Up probably, on your I don't know. It, it was up there somewhere, but um, yeah, that's excellent. Neil, I mate, mean... if you yeah. <laughs> go on, sorry, go on. I was going to say, Neil, if you're watching, you're not getting it back, mate. You can jog on. Get him to sign it. It gets gets getting to sign it. Um, yeah. You touched on earlier, uh, this is obviously away from the, the standard interview, and obviously at the moment, uh, the club sit. Sixth, I think, as we're recording this, Norwich are playing Sunderland. I don't know what the score is, so we may we may drop out of the top six. I think it was twelve thirty. Hit twelve thirty. I think it was a. Oh no, it's twelve o'clock. So no, they haven't, they haven't kicked off yet. But yeah. by the time obviously this goes out, we we may have dropped back out of the top six. We may still be in there. You you touched on earlier that you thought that we may not do it this year. Um, my question was going to be, do you think we were going to be? Uh, promoted but you've obviously answered that so do you think we'll fall away out of the top six or or make it to the playoffs and perhaps just fall at the final hurdle it it depends um i think it's a 50 50 that we make the playoffs um but if we get middlesbrough or norwich over two legs we won't go through I can't see us going through. If we get Luton or Blackburn, then we've got a chance. And obviously at the final, it's a one-off game. Anyone can win. Yeah. 
But at the moment, I'm 50-50 that we're getting. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's blind optimism. I think the the team are doing very well at the moment. I, I think I think we'll make the top six personally. I just I'm not sure. Um, as you say, it depends who you come up against. Will will be dependent on if you can get to Wembley and perhaps perhaps go up. And just a final question on that: your thoughts one season in the Premier League with Millwall? What how do you think that would go? Our first season in the Premier League, mm-hmm. probably not too good. Um, Raise a bit of hell and 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 then take the take the money and run. Well, it depends. I mean, we'll have what do you get for promotion? About eighty mil, wouldn't it? Eighty million. Yeah, about that. Yeah. yeah. If he makes some shrewd buys and strengthens the team, who knows? I mean, in 88, when we went up, no one gave us a chance. And we were top of the league at Christmas. Mm. So you never know. No. And I think um, there's there's stories like Leicester, who, who I'm not suggesting for one minute that we could do what Leicester did, but you can have a go at the league and try and and try and, and, and yeah. sort of attack it rather than just sort of stand there and defend. Well, if, if you look at the Brentfords and the Fulhams, they're doing really well in there now. Absolutely. Um, I know Bournemouth are struggling, but... They could stay up. It um, is possible. It is possible. Right. Well, that's been Who Are You uh, for another episode with Chris. Chris, thank you very much for your time and, and for sharing your memories. Any any final words from yourself? Um, not really. Come on, you lines. I can see. Have you got... Is your jumper that you're wearing, Is it? does it say no one likes us? No one likes us. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so, and that's probably a fitting way, fitting way to end. No one likes us, and and we don't care. We don't care. As I say, this has been who are you um, with with Chris. As always, if anyone's listening to this, any other supporters that would like to come onto the show and do this, all you need to do, drop me a message. That's what Chris did. Found me on Twitter, and 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 here we are. Or you can message the the podcast. This will go out, as I say, on YouTube. It will also go out on Spotify. So please like and subscribe across those and all over social media. Again, this has been That Millwall Podcast. Thank you very much for your time and we'll catch you on the next episode. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.